0: Welcome to Roll for Imagination, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where a group of friends separated by distance come together to adventure in the wonderful world of D&D. My name's Joe and I am taking over the DM role for the time being. We have joining us today, Jamie, Beth, and our amazing guests from our fellow podcast, the BBEG podcast. We have the wonderful M and we have the amazing Tyler and hopefully... If everything goes well, we may have another guest joining us that listeners may recognise. Someone you already know. Ooh, spoilers. Shall we begin, people? Yes.
1: Yes. What if I said no? (laughs) Guys, come on now. Sorry, I'm so excited for this. Let's go.
0: Welcome to the first episode of The Myths of Favalonia. In the beginning, there was chaos, unfettered and unending, even before our concept of time and existence. From that chaos sprung the gods, bringing form and order to an otherwise amorphous expanse of nothingness. They created the world we know, the creatures that roam its surface, the concepts that govern our existence, and the sentient life that proliferates upon it. They took joy in watching their creations rise and fall, thriving on their prayers and devotion. As time marches on, kingdoms and powers rise and fall like the sun. Many civilizations have been lost to time as they are forgotten, with only ruins to show for their might. One such power is the country of Favelonia, where our story will take place. More specifically, in the port city of Ambercliff. As you walk through the bustling streets, the salty scent of the sea fills your nostrils. The cries of the marketplace ring in your ears. For now, you know where your goal is. You have an appointment, after all. Rounding the corner, at the end of the cobblestone street, you are greeted with the sight of your destination. Ahead of you stands a large building, built with brick and mortar. Above the large double doors, hands and insignia a beautiful maiden with her hands held out, poised as if mid-Aria. Spreading out behind her back are a set of feathered wings, framing her like a divine light. You take in a deep breath, you calm your nerves, and you pull open the large door, taking your first steps into this new adventure. Tyler, would you like to introduce us to your character?
2: Yeah, um, so, uh, he is a... Human. He's around about five foot ten, which is a perfectly good height, and I will not hear it once. Quite slender, with like messy, long, brownish hair. He's dressed in very kind of fancy uh, clothes. He's got a uh, like a mustard and gold waistcoat, which sits above a slightly unbuttoned shirt, with kind of suit trousers, and long riding boots, resting up to the car. He has two swords stuck behind him, sat. Just over the top of this long kind of uh, suit jacket he has that goes down below his knees.
0: Wonderful. As you enter this building, you see a woman standing at the bar. She looks up from cleaning the mugs that she's holding and waves very emphatically at you. And she greets you with there
2: Well, howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? I, yeah, I walk over to the bar. I kind of lean on and go, H- hello. Um, what kind of wines do you happen to stock... Oh, well, a good day and good morning to you
0: too, sir. Well, I mean, it is a bit early in the day for a wine, but I can give you a good mm, fruit juice. Does that count? Our liquor license doesn't doesn't
2: start just yet. Will it taste like wine? If you close your eyes. Uh, yeah, that, that, that'll suffice. Yeah, of course. One of those. Actually, um, could I get one and just like, do, do you do shot glasses or like really small tankards? can give you a gnome glass. Does that count? A gnome glass would be perfect. Do, do you happen to have any milk or water or any kind sure do doll do you want goat cow horse i think we'll just stick with uh, cow i never heard of horse so we'll go with cow wonderful sir give me
0: just a second and she turns around and she pours out what you can assume is just like a fruit based like a cranberry she's she's gone for a choice that might look a bit like wine so she's gone with a cranberry cranberry juice for you and she brings out this little shot glass shot glass with milk and she goes Here's your non-alcoholic wine and your bovine beverage, sir. Nice to meet you. My name's
2: Flo. Pleasure to meet you, Flo. How much is this going to set me back in?
0: Don't worry, your first drink's on the house. Oh, now. Nice. Tell me, are you here for your appointment today?
2: Yes, yes,
0: yes I am indeed. Ah, see, you adventurers are very, very excited about starting here. I totally get it. So you're a little bit early, like the other two over there. Um, you're more than welcome to go join them for a little bit while we wait for our other appointment meeting people. You can see she's trying to be professional, but she's just full of excitement and she just wants to be friends
2: with everyone. Maybe I'll do a little lap. (laughs) The building first, but thank you very much. I I will endeavor to be sociable where I can. Well, wonderful to hear that, sir. I uh, didn't catch your name. Oh, apologies. It's uh, Doran. Nice to meet you, Doran. Pleasure. Yeah, he's gonna kind of wander off. If there's like anywhere he can like hover near these people that he's been directed to, that's kind of what he's gonna do. Just kind of take a bit of a more kind of reluctant approach to these people. So as
0: you turn around, you see this is a rather open bar kind of setting like this is you've effectively entered this building this guild and you've been met by the receptionist slash tavern barmaid uh, and you, as you turn around you see a whole cluster of tables and chairs near a big fireplace Um, at it you can see two individuals you can see one With long blue hair, sat drinking what looks like a glass of whiskey and snacking on some bar nuts. And another person you can see over in another corner who looks to be a young Asamar woman.
2: Okay. Uh, Is there any tables like nearby that you can maybe sit up just to keep a bit of distance?
0: Yeah, yeah. you You can take another seat at one of the other tables. Are you not gonna busy the other two? Not just yet. No? Okay, cool. So as you take a seat, Leo, you look up and you notice this new member of the bar. Like, you see this this young, well-dressed human take a seat and with his two glasses, one of you assume is also not alcoholic, like yours isn't. Yours, yours looks like whiskey but it's actually apple juice and with a small gnome-sized glass of milk. And Beth, your character Ebony, she looks up. And from her corner of the room, and she also sees this new member of the bar. She sees him sit down, take a little sip of his
2: query wine. And what does he do with his milk? He is going to... Is it like a bench or is it like individual seats he Individual on? seats. Okay. He's going to pull out one of the seats and put it on the seat, like on the sitting part of the seat. And just like casually, like subtly open the bottom part of his jacket and very subtly under the table yeah to kind of if someone's watching they'll probably be able to see what he's doing but he's he's trying to keep it stealthily as possible okay
0: i like it so as you three individually sit there occasionally giving each other the side eye glance to kind of size each other up all assuming (laughs) that you're here for your appointments uh, the door opens again, and in walks a human. Bit scruffy looking, bit middle aged. Jamie, would you like to introduce your character? Middle aged. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so. My character is actually twenty four, so if that's middle aged then. Okay. <laughs> I mean it's a poke
0: at when you last played this character with me. <laughs> no.
3: My character, Ashlyn, he's a human male with sort of blonde, scruffy hair to his shoulders, half up in a ponytail slash bun, curls around his face. He's got like typical farmer's tan, so he's out in the sun quite a lot. He's got like red across the bridge of his nose a scar down his left eye and he wears sort of simple peasant's clothes like a white like blousy thing some simple brown trousers he's got like if anyone's played assassin's creed black flag edward kenway sort of vibes love it and that's 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 my guy
0: um so as you enter the door again the three of you you look up and you notice another new patron to the bar as ashland as you enter uh, again he is greeted by flo with a very emphatic wave and an usher over as she's finishing off her own drink of query cranberry juice well howdy how y'all doing hello i'm doing good you doing good you're doing you doing fine sir i am happier than a pig in shit. i tell you that <laughs> can i, I get you anything flow. okay <laughs> i'll just take a water please just the water mm. perfect i mean our liquor license hasn't come into effect just yet so perfect choice she turns around (laughs) brings out do you want ice in that doll as it comes is fine Mm, okay okay i like that about a man (laughs) turns around (laughs) and she plus uh, she places a tankard of room temperature water in front of you she goes so are you here for your appointment as well i am as well Ah. there are others (laughs) (laughs) yeah doll of course you're joining an adventurer's guild you can't just be an adventurer on your own that's how people die of course you see those three over there those three our fellow new members
3: right okay
0: now that y'all are here just give me five minutes i gotta go set something up take a seat mingle talk to them because god knows they ain't talked to each other yet because they're gonna have to in a minute don't you know? So go ahead, mingle a little bit, talk, chit chat, and I'll be back in about five, 10 minutes and we can start your introduction talks, okay? So as, as she finishes that with a little cheeky wink and a tap on your shoulder across the bar, she puts down the bar cloth and she scurries off. As you see her scurry off, you hear clip clops as she runs off and ducks behind the bar. What do you do? I'm gonna
3: go take a seat somewhere. Just anywhere, yeah? any random seat. He's not bothered.
0: Okay. so. Whilst you're standing or sitting, all sitting in your respective places in this room, the silence is getting unbearable. you sat there, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what this weird sounding, query, clip cloppy lady with, by the way, fluffy pink handy floss hair oh my God. is talking about with so everyone bad. having an appointment. <laughs> I know, I thought you'd like it. Whilst we're waiting, uh, Ebony, could you please introduce us to your character, Beth?
1: I can. So, my character. As long black hair that is kind of as she sits forward is like covering a bit not like she's trying to hide her face just that she's not in the mood she's got makeup on that maybe was once heavy now is just kind of worn bit you know not super like clean girl aesthetic she's just kind of like been vibing um she's wearing black worn traveling clothes with big boots and a heavy jacket so she just looks like she is not in the mood to talk to you and she's been on a long journey, and I want to say she sat. And if there's anything that was around her, maybe like something from the table, she's probably sat with it, like impatiently tapping, tapping her foot, waiting for something to happen.
0: So whilst whilst Ebony is impatiently tapping her tankard on the table, Leo, could you could you introduce us to your
4: character? Uh, Leo, yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell uh, as he's sat down at this moment, but he's about six two, six three, sort of height casual sort of masculine athletic build but it's not like too masculine featured uh so some soft feminine edges sort of bluish gray skin as a edge nasty and gray long flowing hair that sort of ribbons out as it goes down kind of like emulating air uh starting with like lighter gray hair at the top getting darker as it goes down he's just sat at this table with a book and obviously his snacks and whatnot And not that you'd see, but he'd be looking at a few cards in the using the, the book to hide some some things from others just so he can look at it himself. Time passes.
0: Suddenly, out of the blue, Flo she runs out from behind the bar. And you finally see the lower part of her body revealed. Uh Flo is a fawn. She's a Seder. Oh, her, that's so cool. her legs are the same candy floss pink as her big fluffy hair and actually on closer inspection you do see two tiny little ram horns hidden in all the curls oh my god honestly like there is so much admin involved in signing people up to be adventurers, it is unreal so hi everybody hi hi. this is the part where it's like call and response guys come on now hi everybody hello hello why thank you for joining us today so you have all come here to the siren's wing a wonderful adventurers guild where you hope to make a name for yourself. Now, there are a few formal things that we have to go through to, you know, just get you signed up, get you on the payroll, all that kind of stuff. Don't you worry about nothing. And as she says that, she brings out a big crystal and she pops it on the the closest table to her, which coincidentally is the table that Dorian is sat at because he went to the closest table to the bar. This crystal is called a registration crystal. When you join an adventurer's guild, we need to register you on our magical web so that we can make sure that we give you the correct badge. You get a little badge as an adventurer that helps you get in and out of places, gets you into adventurer's guild, gets you special little perks of the job. Also proves that when you are out hunting monsters and doing tasks, you are a natural adventurer. Each adventurer's badge is synchronized with their soul. It, it matches their wavelength, you know? So, the way we do this is we all, well, you individually, I've already done it. You put your hand on the crystal, it reads your aura, and then at the back one of our magical do-daddy things create your badge respective to your rank with your name and serial number on it happy yep, yep. wonderful to me well mr dorian as you're right next to me why don't you be the first one to do it just place your hand on the crystal
2: he hesitantly reaches out and then just like kind of just just, just
0: before hits. you place your hand on the crystal the door slam open and in stumbles and out of breath dragonborn Dorian and um, removes his hand immediately (laughs) brandon would you like to introduce us to your character
2: uh my character is a dragonborn bard called dracios he's an interesting one he looks like your basic run-of-the-mill dragonborn he's got a little um loot as well that he likes to play uh (laughs) he's an interesting fellow to say the least he is a bit dapper looking as well he's not fully dapper more of a venture based but where he wears himself well yeah i think that's the best way to explain it
0: so as as this dragonborn kicks open the door very dramatically panting out of clearly out of breath Flo goes oh my goodness and oh my god you scared me there for a second uh sorry who are you
2: oh sorry my name is Drakios.
0: oh um are, are you here for an appointment as well
2: uh yeah <laughs>
0: Sure. <laughs> well, that is is strange. We only really, as far as I know, when she as she's as she's mulling this over, she pulls out from her magical pocket that's definitely a thing on seder's legs because who doesn't have pockets? She pulls out this this clipboard, which is like a registration clipboard. And she goes down. She goes, Ashland, Doran, laor Ebony. I don't have a Dracius on my list. There. Oh, did you? They, did you uh, respond they might to be the? Did you? Oh. Sweetie, did you not get your... Uh, oh, babe, you, did, you didn't You did get your no. message, did you? It's okay. I'm just so glad I, that you I were to hear about the invite. We, we sent invites out to everybody that's starting to make a name for themselves or anyone that seems interested. We asked people to spread the word. You know, word of mouth, very important thing. Um, Obviously, whoever told you about us didn't actually feed it back to us. So we couldn't get your name on the register. But don't you worry, doll. Leave it with me. Fill out this little form here. She she provides you with the clipboard and a little uh, quill. It says, just fill out this form, basic information, all that kind of stuff. Everyone else has done it already, don't you worry. You fill this out. We'll have the others register, and then I'll register you, and then we'll be good to go, okay? So as, as we move, is filling out his information. what well, uh, gonna... is this
1: happening...
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Ebony has leaned back in her seat, folded her arms. She's like, fantastic. Just under a breath, just, this is great. Fantastic.
3: Uh, and Dracula's is given a bit of a bombastic
2: side eye
0: While he's filling out his forms, Flo is going to turn back to Doran and go, Okay, Dal, sorry about the interruption. Do you want to put your hand on there? I am slightly unnerved, but
2: yeah, I can, I can do that again.
0: I mean, if anyone else wants to go first, they're more than welcome.
2: No, let's just get this over with. And he okay. just puts his hand straight on it this time. He doesn't even, he's not even hesitant, he just kind of wants to get going. Okay, so as you place your hand on the crystal, the small
0: glowing light from the core of the crystal slowly brightens and pulses and you feel a warm tingle on your hand. As quickly as it came, it suddenly disappears. The crystal goes dull and the small light's in the centre again. And Flo goes, wonderful, okay, that's your aura red. Next person, please. Come on, hurry up, hurry up. we have not got all day, guys. If no one volunteers, I will drag you up myself. Flo,
2: quickly. Yes, dear? Does, does my friend, and he kind of opens his jacket to show the this small Grayscale, tiny little dragon creature inside. It. Does 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 he need to register as well? Or,
0: sweetie darling, she needs. She kind of bends down and looks at you. Oh my god, isn't he the cutest biscuit I ever did see? Speaking of biscuits, do you want a biscuit, little one? Do you want a biscuit? And from her magical pocket, she pulls out a little
2: little biscuit. Uh, he he kind of just bats it away. Um and, oh. and, uh, and Doran just turns to him and goes, "Behave, please." sorry i'm still training it's all right it it's all right him.
0: he sorry. doesn't know strangers it's probably a good idea to be a bit wary of food from strangers i get it you're teaching him his his proper survival techniques uh no he don't need to be registered with us if as long as he's registered with you i i'm
2: assuming he's your familiar i yeah i think that's our relationship i'm not in entirely- yes
0: yes okay then well if he's your familiar he'll have your aura print inside of him already so touching the crystal you no know that you're connected. It's fine. He's not the adventure anyway, he's your assistant.
2: Thank you. Ernie gets up from the table, takes his two glasses. The little gnome glass of milk is empty. Um and he walks back to like the far end of the bar and just places it there and just kind of moves out of the way for us to be people to put their hands on the crystal. Now, Leor,
0: I think I saw your hand start to rise there.
4: Sure. It's yeah, let's just get this going. Okay. So he just picks himself up from the table. And it's kind of the first time you see his full height. So you really take in how tall he is. And the sort of gold and blue armor plates that he's wearing as he just walks up and just, no hesitation, just slaps his hand on that crystal.
0: Okay, so as Leor puts his hand on the crystal, interestingly, where Doran's glow was mainly a hue of blue, Leor's hue, is a mixture of like a blue kind of purple mauve that intertwines in itself and mingles with itself as it grows throughout the crystal again Leo you Give feel the colorblind one colors <laughs> so as you yeah so as leor touches it this this uh mingled blue and purple pink kind of aura spreads throughout the crystal until it touches the surface where Leor's hand is, Leor feels a warm tingle and then suddenly it retracts back to itself into a little core cool light in the center and it's all done. Wow, what a reaction! That was such a beautiful light show, Leor! Does that
4: mean anything?
0: Oh, not necessarily, no! It's just sometimes it mingles with people's auras and it shows us the color of their aura sometimes and yours was beautiful my dear! She gives you a little wink. He just got,
4: goes a bit shy in the moment and just like thank you and just sort of like takes himself back to his little corner with his book. You're more than welcome, my love. Okay, who is
0: next? We've got Ashlyn, or we've got Ebony. Okay, yeah, I can
1: go. Okay then, Ebony, step right up and put your hand on the crystal. She raises up her hand above the crystal. You can tell she's hesitant, and before she puts her hand on it, she's going to turn to address Flo again. What do the colors mean?
0: They don't necessarily mean much. It's just the color of it's just the color of your aura, my love. Like. Doran's is a nice, strong, royal blue. Leora's was a mixture of purples, pinks, and blues. Everyone's aura is slightly different. It, it's just—it's res- just reacting to your aura color.
1: Why? This, this is a requirement to join.
0: Unfortunately, so we need your aura print so that we can make your Adventurers badge. And if we can't make your
1: adventurous badge, then we
0: can't send you on adventures.
1: Okay. Um, I just place my hand on the crystal.
0: Okay. So as Ebony puts her hand on the crystal. The white light in the center slowly spreads. It doesn't really change much except on the outskirts of the glow you can see kind of almost sparkles of gold and little starbursts on the inside. And then every now and then you see what looks like a little spark travel through the aura and then as that comes to the surface of Ebony's hand she too feels the warm tingle and then again sudden protraction! End of registration. See, that wasn't so scary now, was it? And yours was just as beautiful, my dear.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to step back <laughs> on.
0: <laughs> okay, doll.
1: Ashland, are you ready? Yep. And
3: I'll step up and I'll put my hand straight on the crystal.
0: Okay, so as Ashland puts his hands on the crystal, the white light grows and it becomes a warm orange kind of like it's very reminiscent of like a nice campfire. It's yellow kind of in the middle with... as it goes out it gets a bit red and then a bit orange. It looks really warm and inviting. It's a nice... it's like a soothing kind of comfort colour. Again, very much the same as everyone else. As the colour reaches the outside of the crystal and tingles on Ashland's hand, it retracts and the registration is done. Now, Draakiaus, have you finished your paperwork?
2: I have. I don't know why I've done on this book. ah oh sweetie
0: you know that is a medical condition if you copy people's actions right it's actually a psychological uh, thing sorry sorry it's okay it's a but you might want to get your hair checked it's okay darling we take all here as long as as long as you're not evil we don't care so come on up here and place your hand place your hand he just puts his hand
2: straight on it
0: and as he places his hand on the crystal i believe you're a gold dragon correct yes Yep. Your light goes from a white to like a deep yellow gold with flecks of purple and little like little little stars of purple floating through it as the gold increases and spreads, touches the side of the crystal, you feel the warmth in your hand and boom, done, finished. Wonderful. That was See, I told you guys it was nothing to worry about. Now, give me give me a couple of minutes, okay? Just mingle among yourselves cuz you are now a team cuz you know, we can't be sending adventurers out on their own because that's unfortunately how people die and you know we learn from our mistakes as mama always used to say so now we tend to try and form teams of like generally four maybe five in this case adventurers to just go out do their first couple of missions get themselves battle ready and then go from there okay so give me five minutes mingle amongst yourselves i'll go get your badges okay And she flip flops off and goes through a different door at the other end of the bar with the crystal in tow.
2: And you know... Dorian kind of just, uh he's like, uh, well, uh, at least there wasn't any, you know, team building exercises, I suppose. Unless anyone wants to share any weird facts about themselves. Flo sticks her head out and goes, Don't you worry, the trust falls come later, doll. Oh. Goes back in.
1: A team. I don't trust,
2: yeah, I don't trust her, She. Yeah. I feel like she's listening to every word you say. Mm. Seems lovely, but a bit unhinged.
1: Well, rule 101 is trust nobody until they give you reason to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. She doesn't say anything, she does not react to that at all, and looks away from you and is actively making a point of not looking in your direction.
4: I guess we're going to have to get familiar with each other to some degree to make this thing work. I mean,
2: yeah. oh, sorry, uh, Leor, Leo. Ashlan, Ebony Ashne? and Drakios. Drac- Aye. Lovely. Uh, my name is Doran and he opens his coat pocket, and this little this little dragon just kind of jumps up on, crawls up this chest, and like lands on his shoulder. This is Locke, I believe. He looks to it, and it kind of just kind of does this subtle mob. He goes, "Locke." Now we're introduced, I suppose. Where I did you get it? Good, good question. If if I knew, I would tell you. He's just kind of been following me around for the past couple of months.
1: Okay. Um. Okay, I don't know what else I could ask you about that. Uh, Anybody else got any weird pets they need to share with the group before we go out and face dangers together?
4: No pets. Nothing.
1: No? Anything else that we should know? You know, if we're going to be a team, like, I don't know. No. Uh, No. Anyone a criminal? Anyone, No. I don't know, evil?
3: Any backstabbers?
1: Again, looks away, is not looking, does not want to know what this man has to say. All right, so as you've
0: had your little stunted introductions, Flo clops out again and with her she is carrying five badges in one hand and she's got her clipboard in the other and she goes, uh, so congratulations guys, you are all registered with the Saren's Wing Adventurers Guild and she hands out each of you a little badge so it's kind of like um like a driver's license kind of thing on the front is it's all like embossed metal so an embossed outline of kind of your mugshot for each of you uh um, next to it are just some basic details of your name your next of kin what guild you're registered at that kind of stuff and on the back is the same sign that you saw the insignia you saw above the door as you came in looking at it it's kind of like a like a dull metal like a like a silvery kind of dull metal now obviously you're all new joiners with us so we can't exactly give you any fancy ranking right now you're all 10 rank at the moment t-i-n-10 that's the lowest rank you can be in the guild it's it's for new starters it's it's for those fresh-faced new ball young uns who come through want to make a name for themselves that's where you start off with everyone starts there even i did even I did, and that was many moons ago, okay? So, now that you've all got your badges, I have a little thing that I have to read. I've put a little spice into it myself, but, you know, she pulls out her clipboard and she flicks through and she goes, okay, here it is. Now, as y'all know, there are guilds that exist all over this fine country of Babylonia. Now, it's important to remember a few things about guilds. One, they do not take part in political or religious machinations, unless the lives of people are at significant risk. Number two, a good guild accepts jobs from the people as much as they do from official busybodies. Number three, each guild is headed by the guildmaster. They're the ones having to herd all you cats out here. That's you adventurers. Try not to make their job too stressful. Our our guildmaster, he's, he's not got much hair left on his head. So, you know, be good any questions so far
1: sounds thrilling yeah it sure
0: does it sure does so now that you wonderful strangers have signed up to the sirens wing we need to make sure that we support our members so as i said we need to send you out in a party so here's your party you can come up with your name that's all on you guys obviously you guys as i said starting first rank Basic jobs, so we've had an application today from one of our local vendors. We have had a request from Heather who runs the local Herbalist shop. She has asked that we send a group out to go and look into a friend of hers who hasn't arrived. Yes, uh, she didn't arrive yesterday for like a, a scheduled meeting. I don't know the details. You'll have to go and speak to Heather herself. It might be a missing person. It might be that someone just didn't update their calendar properly. Either way, a request is a request and we need to make sure that we listen to our people as well as the patrons. Could you please go over to Holistically Herbal and speak to Heather for more information on the quest? And remember guys, the better you do, the more Clios so you'll accuse. Oh, all
1: right, right. Okay. okay.
0: Um, directions to Holistically Herbal. Yeah, sorry, of course you're not from here. Uh just and she gives you instruct because I'm not explaining where to find a <laughs> herbal in the city that I've hardly created. <laughs> so want detailed. Get yeah. stuffed.
2: <laughs> Give me a street name. It could be <laughs> I'm
0: not Wear so, do <laughs> down, guys, honestly. I think it was okay. right. You're all bastards. <laughs> so Flo explains to you where to find Heather at the Holistically Herbal shop and you all set out. So you make your way Um, Is there anything you want to discuss whilst en route?
2: I turn to uh, Drakios and go, I've got a feeling you're probably going to come up with a name. Am I right? I have an idea. Uh, I'm stewing with it at the moment. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You're giving
0: Brandon the reins to name (laughs) us.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We'll see what Ebony has to say about that.
0: (laughs) Travelling through the city, some of you feel a bit overwhelmed with the sheer number of people around you. Others in the group are no strangers to the constant buzz that is city life. Either way, all of you feel the first bubbles of anticipation for your first job of adventurers, be they nervous bubbles, angry bubbles, or happy bubbles. Following the directions that Flo gave you, you find yourself outside of a small building that has practically overgrown with greenery. You know, like those old kind of... Victorian houses that are just, you can't see the house through the ivory. It's that kind of situation. Hanging baskets filled with twisting vines create a curtain across the entry to the shop. Above the entrance hangs a weathered, worn but well-loved sign depicting a mortar and pestle and the name Holistically Herbal. As you push past the vines, your nose is filled with the earthy aromas of herbs and soil. Looking around, you notice that near every surface is covered with plot plants explaining the sudden rise in humidity in the room. Even though you can just about see the shop counter at the back of the room, you can't see anyone behind it.
4: Hello?
1: Can I look around? Are there any doors that look like they lead out to maybe a staff area?
0: There is like ivy everywhere hanging, just like the front door from the walls. If I look
1: really hard, can I see any...?
0: Do an investigation check.
1: (gasps) What did you say? I'm rolling an investigation?
0: Investigation, yeah. Or a perception okay because you're do a perception because you're just kind of looking around at the moment you're not looking looking
1: okay it is a total of 13. okay
0: okay not bad not bad not bad so 13 you're still a bit overwhelmed with the just sheer amount of verdant foliage that's surrounding you all right it's like hurting your eyes you're not used to this much color necessarily coming from the town that you came from but what you do see is the slight glimmer on the countertop of a little bell hidden amongst all the ivory.
1: And we'll walk straight over and ring it.
0: You hear a very dull, thudded PUNK because it's covered in ivy. So it's not going to resonate, is it? But as you do that, as you stomped across the room, uh, you hear,
1: Oh, dear. Oh, oh. Hello? Is anybody there? Ebony's demeanor immediately shifts. Hello? Hello,
0: dear. And as, as as you hear this, you see a tortle head peek out from behind some of the vines <laughs> behind the shop, the shop counter. And you see a tortle who is a wizened looking tortle with moss covering her shells, appears at the, the vine doorway with a massive, like, I'm saying massive, straw hat. Like, you know, the ones that have to Love be folded it. to even just be able to see. <laughs> she wears, she wears an earth stained hemp and pinafore, uh, which you can see the handles of various gardening tools sticking out from the pockets. She raises her scaly hand and pulls up the rim of her wide-brimmed hat, revealing kind and welcoming eyes and a smile as she goes, Oh, hello, dear. I'm so sorry I didn't hear you come in. You see, the vines have twisted their magical way around my doorbell. So when you came in, it doesn't chime anymore. I really need to look into that. Um, anyway, how can I help you?
1: Well, we're, we're here from the guild, the Siren's Wing. We heard you have a problem. For oh, absolutely wonderful news, my love. Um,
0: can I, I, I'm assuming all these people behind you are your friends? Yes.
1: Yes. We're here to help you. I'm so happy. I've just put the kettle on anyway. Do you all want a cup of tea? That would be wonderful. And then we could talk absolutely. about your missing
0: friend. I, ma- I made some biscuits as well give me just give me just a minute and she kind of hurries back as quickly as a tortoise can go and you hear rustling and clattering and she comes out with a tray with a hot steaming fresh pot of herbal tea a tray a selection of like biscuits that look home baked so they're not like pristine cut out but you know that love's gone into them and a selection of mismatched china mugs for you all to use oh i'm i'm so glad that that the adventurers guild took me seriously i was I was very worried, you know,
1: and i'm I'm so glad that you're here, of course, so what can you tell us about your missing friend? my dear Freya? you see Freya, I've known her since she was a
0: wee little nipper. She's, she was a young, young little fairborn girl who lived in one of the local hamlets. Her, her name's Freyr Marns. She she and her, I, I go way, way back with her parents, you know. We, I, we, we we used to do a lot of work together back in the day. But um, unfortunately, a, a bandit raid a few years ago killed her parents while so they tried to protect her when she was so young. Um, They were foragers at the local hamlet called Hyblis. Too far outside, maybe about a two-hour cart ride from here. They they'd left the adventurer's life themselves and had gone to live in Hyblis to follow uh, to forage the forest of Highbliss. There's lots of medicinal herbs and things that grow there. So what they would do is they lived there, they raised Freya on the money that they earned from foraging and then selling directly to me. You see, I run this herbalist. As you, I'm sure you've guessed from the sign and the name of the place, I wanted to make sure it was pretty obvious. But obviously after her parents died I offered for Freya to come and live with me because you know I've, I I see her like my own daughter. But she refused, she said that she wanted to continue her parents' work. So she stayed in Hiblis, um, foraging for herbs and things to sell me to keep me stocked. And we normally meet once every two weeks for a tea and a catch up. And she delivers her supplies, but she didn't arrive yesterday. And that's very much unlike Freya.
2: Did you? Sorry to interject. And he kind of, of just like slides you. kind of to the what side. Can of I it. do for you? Sorry. Did you say that um, Freya was a, a, a fur furball? I did.
0: I did. She's a furborg. She's got beautiful green hair. Last time I saw her a few weeks ago, she had it in lovely dreadlocks down to her waist. She's got these big floppy ears that come down that just about brush her shoulders. She is honestly so beautiful. I love her so much. Anyway, I digress. Yes, she is a furbog. I'm so sorry. Hopefully it'll
2: be easy
0: enough to spot a furbog. There's not, there's not many furbogs that live in the villages. Is yes there anybody
1: she... that would want to um, hurt Freya? Oh, Does she have any enemies you know of? Any competitors? No, no,
0: no, not at all. I buy from multiple suppliers. To be honest, Freya doesn't really bring in much of my stock. I mostly do it because I love her and I owe a debt to her parents from when they were alive. I support her in her chosen life as best as I can as her Auntie Heather. Oh, by the way, sorry, my name's Heather Hardshell. Nice to meet you all. Likewise. But yes, she wouldn't have any enemies. She keeps to herself like most furbolgs do, to be fair. But after the death of her parents, she, she shut herself away quite a bit. The only person she really regularly speaks to is me, and that's only once every two weeks and normally it's a lot of biscuits to get her to talk.
1: Hmm, okay. Sorry if this is overstepping a line. Her parents oh, were killed by bandits.
0: I dear, there was a bandit raid. There's always bandit raids here and there. It was surprising because it was quite close to the city, but unfortunately, their family don't live in the city. They live on the outskirts of the city just before the forest takes control of the land. So they were the first ones struck before the, the alarm
1: was raised. And do you know for sure that it wasn't targeted? There wasn't a reason... Is there something that her family could have kept from you? It's unlikely. Pa-
0: I used to, I, as I said, I was an adventurer. Well, I didn't say, did I? Silly me not honking my horn when I've got the opportunity. I used to be an adventurer with her parents. We, all, we did such magical things, you know. Oh, it was beautiful times beautiful times but no we didn't really have many enemies we mostly just did monster hunts or, or supply runs for people we didn't do anything big and brash and brazen at all they didn't have any enemies they they investigated it as part of old guild members the guild did look into it for them but they they didn't find anything conducive to ill play it was just that they were the first ones struck by the bandits when they raided the town which sorry which which guild was it that looked into oh, sorry. Siren's Wing, dear. Siren's we, Wing. We were all part of the same guild that you are. In fact, I am still technically a registered member, maybe not so active as I was in my youth. Do you
2: happen to have the name of Freya's parents? Just just, just so we can um, go and uh, check back on file, see if there was anything that was maybe not considered you know, prudent enough to share but might actually help us understand. Any kind of basis or bias? Or... Hey,
0: of course, as a DM, of course I've thought of their names already. <laughs> yeah, we whippersnapper, snapper you. <laughs> uh, their names. So um, Freya's Freya's mother was named Marie, and her father. You guys are gonna have to write this down because I'm ad-libbing so much right now. Uh, and her father was named Clyde. Clyde. Very, 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 very simple names. Not very exciting, but they were fun. They were fun people to hang around with. Yes, I'm sure you can go and. Who is it that runs the reception desk at the moment? Is it Flo Still? It is Flo Still. Yes. Oh, no. such a wonderful cedar that girl. Oh, I just pinch her cheeks, but every time I do that, she goes into a bit of a rage. You can go and check with Flo. You can double check to make sure that my registration was correct, and you can go and see. But I can promise you, no, there was nothing nefarious going on. It was just a bandit raid. Anyway, I digress. freya has gone missing. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that she would miss her appointment with me. She never has. In the oh gosh, how long has it been? About three years, three, four years. I think it's been since her parents died. Not once has she missed a little tea and biscuits. Okay. This is the first time, without at least letting me know, like normally she'd send like a like a wood dove or something to give me a message to say that something's come up, but no, nothing.
1: Well, from one new guild member to another... I'm not new, we... dear, I'm very, new. No, no, moved. I'm new, you're a guild member. Oh, of course you're Sorry. new, dear, of course Maybe I didn't wear that very well. I'm sure we will do everything we can to get to the bottom of this for you. Thank you so much, dear. And she reaches forward
0: and she she clasps your hand in her in her old hands and goes, she just pets the side of me and goes, thank you so much, dear. Here, As, as a token of my gratitude for even looking into this. She's just going to turn around and she's going to pull out a uh, potion of healing for each of you. And she's going to go, here, I knocked these up earlier a, f- a few days ago. I was going to give them to Freya to study. But um, you might need them. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking back on my adventurers' life. Like it's always best to keep yourself prepared. And I can see, I can sense one of you over there has some kind of healing abilities. And she winks and nods towards Ashland. I see you, sir. I see you over there. But it's always good to prepare just in case. That was always our motto. Thank prepare, Jesus prepare, Lord. prepare! Do you not it want prepare. anything for this? I oh mean... no, not at all. Love. From one as as your friend said, from one adventurer to another, we've got to support each other. So, I, if you make you sure to put a potion of healing in each of your inventories.
1: Woo! What type?
0: Just a, a generic potion of healing. Cool. Honestly, sir, it's just a gift from me to you. For even looking into this, I, I can create these relatively easily, especially with Freya's help. And I I want you to stay safe. And God forbid something were to happen to Freya. You might be able to use these to make her feel better. Okay.
2: Well, thank you. That's very kind. So, she 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 lives out in Hyblis uh, just just before the forest, is, is what she said?
0: Aye, that's correct. Hyblis, Hyblis Hamlet is about a two hours cart ride from here. Or maybe about a four hours brisk walk, if you're not an old total like me.
2: Okay, okay. Just, just... Along the do, main road do you know and... where we can get it? I, I don't know
0: where you can get a cart from, love. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I I run an apothecary, not a stable. I know it can, smells mm. a bit like a horse's horse's shit stay in here, which is all the manure that I use, but there's no horses here.
1: So maybe oh. our first step is we go and track... Freya's steps. Is that what we're thinking?
4: Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah.
1: Well, That's a good opportunity. Thank you for your time, Heather. And like I say, we'll do everything we possibly can to get Freya back to you safely. Thank
0: you very much, you sweet darling. And just you all look, all you men, you look
1: after her, alright? I I
2: will. I will.
1: I don't need looking after.
0: (laughs) Thank you, though. It's very considerate. A feisty girl. I like it. Or just a girl. A feisty woman. Or just a woman. You're not fun at playing these games out of your pet. No. Right, she oh, she turned quicker than a tomcat in an alley,
1: didn't she? Anyway, shall we get started? Okay. Yes. Bye-bye dears. Bye. As
0: you as you head out of the shop, you are greeted by a young looking, kinda, you know, like pre-pubescent, like shitty patchy beard. Almost like Brandon's. Yeah, puby beard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry babe, I had to Like that prepubescent, <laughs> patchy beard uh, A young man hey,
4: being <laughs> orange tonight. To Yeah, my bard with <laughs> vicious mockery
2: I'm just going to turn my
4: camera so. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, so you're, you're greeted by this young prepubescent uh, adolescent male And he goes Oh, um, uh, hello, are, are you guys the um, new adventurers that Flo told me about? Why? Well, um, Miss Flo sent me here to... To, treat, to take you to Hyblis in this cart. And behind him you can see a cart that has two horses uh, to pull you guys. She she knows, like, she's, she spoke to Lady Heather about, like, the contract when Heather came because it takes her a long time to get to the guild because, you know, she's an old turtle. Um, she spoke to Heather and got some basic details as to where, like, Freya lived. So she knew you were going to Highbliss, and she knows that you're new to the area. So she thought it might be helpful if I took you there oh i'm patrick by the way hi nice to meet you He very energetically nice kind of goes to shake your hand and then goes to wave and then just kind of puts his hand next to his side Um i i'm I, i'm not an adventurer myself i i work at the local stables um don't worry the guild has covered the cost of the cart uh, okay the quart.
1: lovely story Shall we get going
0: oh um yes yes of course um uh, lady of course and he he scurries off and jumps onto the horses and goes when, when you're all ready, jump in the cart. I've tried to pad it out with a bit of hay. Try to make it as comfortable as possible. Be careful of the mites. Nobody jumps in.
4: So we're just trusting the first child that comes our way, is it? It's a
0: child, right? I, I'm, Why I, I'm, child have to I'm, I'm not a child child anymore.
2: Okay, child. Uh, yeah, I think we should go with him.
4: <laughs> just... I mean, it is
0: Quite oddly steps convenient.
2: Steps into
4: the cart. Yeah. But, yeah, sure.
1: Maybe I'll just say it oh. under my voice to you guys so that the child can't hear. Oh, Patrick, sorry. Do you guys not trust him
2: you said the first rule was not to trust anyone
1: okay okay i did say that but okay what maybe rephrase do you guys not think that if he tried something we're five of us strong enough to overpower him
4: overpowering is not my thought of issue more being sidetracked from the main quest at hand Mm. we've never met him we don't he, he was not at the guild when we were there and has magically turned up. So, waiting
0: for about a good 10 minutes outside, I'm, I'm not magic at all. I promise. Do you see my point?
1: Do you have a badge?
0: Uh, I have my stable hands badge. He pulls out a little badge which has official stable hand of tuned, the guild, yeah, okay. official stable hand to the sirens, uh, the sirens wing guild. That'll do for probationary. me. Probationary on the back is probationary period. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Let's not screw up this kid's probation period.
0: <laughs> Thank you kindly, Miss. I, I really much appreciate Oof. that. Um, should we, should we head off then?
2: Lead the way, Patrick.
1: Let's go.
0: I, I mean, the horses are leading the way, but all right, let's let's go. So as he as he cracks away the reins, that's not right. The reins, path and uh, encourages the horses forward. You leave and you follow the cobblestones out of Ambercliff through the main gates and onto the road leading out to the world of Favalonia. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've liked what you've heard so far, please tell your friends to come and revel in our chaos. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, and YouTube under Roll for Imagination. You can find us on TikTok for Roll for Imagination and Facebook for Roll for Imagination. On Instagram, our handle is RollImagination, no spaces. You can also find the link to our Discord server in the bios of all of our podcast episodes.